the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted to have you with us this afternoon as we are entering in yet another day. And uh, coming up in just a moment, uh, I want to give an update to Joe Weaver. Uh, We're going to go to Washington in just a moment. President Trump is going to address the small business relief progress. And so, Joe, uh, that just popped up uh, right now. They're sitting. They're getting ready to go. So as soon as Joe Weaver can turn that around, we're going to go to the White House and to see how this program is going. And this is very important because the economy is now becoming more of a focus as uh, we are working through uh, this particular challenge. And uh, I'm going to be interested to see what the president has to say. And again, we're going to be going to Fox in just a moment. This is the day the Lord has made. We will be glad in it. And as we are... Uh, Each of us, uh, looking at our individual situations, God is giving us uh, the roadmap for that, and I am so delighted for that. So let's go ahead. We bring you the president uh, whenever we can, and let's go to Washington, and let's listen in. ...that anybody's ever had, and then one day they said, you've got to close it down, close the country, because we have to get rid of the plague, and that's exactly what we had is a plague, and it's, it's, uh, we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel. You see it. I see it. And I think we're going to go like a rocket ship once we uh, get back to business. There's a lot of pent-up energy and demand. But I also want to thank Secretary Mnuchin uh, for the incredible job he's done in uh, conceiving many of these ideas. We talked late into the night, and uh, he and his staff have been incredible. Administrator Carranza, Larry Kudlow, and my daughter Ivanka Trump, who just wants to have people working. That's what I gave her lots of options and what do you like? And uh, she created over 15 million jobs working with some of you, but working with the the biggest companies in the world. Uh, They were training and training like uh, nobody's ever seen, but she started off with a goal of 500,000 jobs and now she's up to over 15 million. As our nation wages the war against the invisible enemy, we're grateful for the many ways in which your companies have answered the call to join 
our national endeavor. Uh, thank you for donating tens of millions of dollars. All right, we're going to stand by. Obviously, we've got a little bit of a, a satellite issue or something along that measure. Uh, President Trump is giving an update live right now on that small business loan program. And that's the particular program that I have uh, been uh, filing for as well. Let's go back and listen in. When added together, are actually a bigger force. A lot of people don't understand that. You do, we do. Our nation's 30 million small businesses employ nearly half of our workforce. My administration will continue to take the boldest action in history to bring immediate relief to the small businesses. So when we open up in a hopefully short, very short period of time, uh, we just we're back into business. That's what we want. And we have lots of stimulus. So I think we can actually, with the stimulus and with the pent-up demand, I think we can really do numbers that are equivalent and maybe even better than we were doing before within a fairly short period of time. That's what my hope is. And that's what the hope of many of you are, too. As you know, on Friday, we launched the Paycheck Protection Program to help small businesses keep workers on the payroll. As of today, SBA has processed over $70 billion in guaranteed loans, which is far greater than we would have ever thought at this time, I think, Steve. I don't think we ever had any number like that in mind. That will provide much-needed relief for the more than a quarter million businesses that have applied for these loans, and these numbers will continue to rise quickly. Uh, again, far greater than anything we could have expected. We thank you, and we thank the thousands of employees for responding. And by the way, we're going to be going for, it looks like, a very substantial increase in the number because we'll be running out of money pretty quickly, which is a good thing in this case, not a bad thing. And uh, Steve will discuss it, but we're uh, in talks to supplement the fund and do more money. So it's, uh, that's the way it's moving. But we're going to help those small businesses receive these loans in record time. And we look forward to hearing about your incredible progress today, because many of you and most of you are going to be speaking for a couple of minutes just to say what you're doing. And we have a lot of media present. The room is loaded up with media as much as they can, considering we have social distancing. We're practicing social distancing. I don't even know what I'm looking. I'm not sure they're practicing it as hard as they should be. But they are practicing it. And uh, there's a lot of media. Our entire society is mobilized to defeat the invisible enemy, save lives, and save jobs. Your companies are playing a vital role in this fight, and I'm very, very uh, grateful to you. And with that, I'm going to ask Ivanka to start, and then Secretary Mnuchin, Administrator Carranza, and Larry Cudlow say a few words quickly, and then we're going to get to you. If you have any questions or anything, it would be great. Uh, as I said today, we just asked Congress to pass legislation to fund an additional $250 billion for Paycheck Protection Program. So we're going to be raising it up to a new level. And the way it's going, we're going to need that because it's really going. People are loving it. They're really loving it. So I'll start with Ivanka. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President, for convening this incredible group of leaders in a socially very responsible way via teleconference. And we appreciate everything that you've been doing. Anyone who knows you knows the heart you have for America's small businesses, over 30 million amazing innovators and entrepreneurs that employ over 60 million people. So just absolutely incredible. And 
you all have been so instrumental, those that are joining us today, in helping us not only execute in an enormously swift fashion the Paycheck Protection Program, but also answer the President's call. When we began making phone calls a couple of weeks ago to each of you, some of the largest lenders in the country, bankers, credit card companies, we asked you to provide additional relief, private sector driven relief, to our incredible small businesses. And, and you've answered that call. Among the things we've discussed and that you'll announce today include policies that will offer debt relief to your clients and your customers, payment deferrals, forbearance, loan modifications, and outright hardship relief. So we're incredibly excited to have you share um, these initiatives today. And with that, I'll turn it over to Secretary Mnuchin and Administrator Carenza and Larry Kudlow to share a little bit about the Paycheck Protection Program and the unbelievable lift that your teams have undertaken in, in just the past week to, to make it as successful as, as it is today. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Ivanka. First of all, I want to thank the broad number of banks. We have over 3,000 banks that have been participating since last Friday. That's a combination of community banks, regional banks, and large banks. Uh, I just want to thank the SBA and the Treasury. This is a brand new program that got up and running in less than a week. And uh, last Friday, we saw the incredible response. I spoke to the president over the weekend. Uh, I told the president, you know, it was so successful that we were concerned we'd run out of money. The president made very clear that we should go back immediately and ask for more money to make sure we can support small business. Every single one of these people that's employed by a small business is one less person that's out of work and on unemployment insurance. And it's one more person that's part of a business so that when we're ready to reopen, 50% of America's workforce is in small business. Uh, I had the opportunity this morning to speak to Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I urged them at the President's request that they get us another $250 billion approved, and we look forward to the Senate passing that on Thursday and the House passing that on Friday. This is much needed support and we want to make sure that every single small business can participate and we want to assure the workers that if you don't get the loan this week there'll be plenty of money for you next week. And this isn't just small businesses, it's charities, it is independent contractors, sole proprietors. So again, I just want to thank everybody for their broad participation. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you. Please. Very quickly, President, Small Business Administration has a mission of um, strengthening the economy by assisting small businesses. And Ivanka, you mentioned we have 30 million, absolutely, and I think they're all approaching our phone lines as we speak. But we're also committed to sustaining their resiliency, as well as increasing the number of employees they keep on payroll. And so that's been our mission, uh, and uh, we have not been um, um, shy of um, accelerating and incorporating and also partnering with not only the, the lenders that are on, on this telecom, but many of them. We have over 3,000, 3,200 banks, as the uh, Secretary has mentioned uh, previously, and we have about 300 new lenders. So um, I, I'm very proud of the uh, lending community and their partnership. So thank you. Well, thank you. And it's true, the community banks have been incredible. It's uh, really amazing the way they stepped up very happy and they know many of the people that we're dealing with so, it's, uh, so this is the next critical thing all right um we're gonna go if we can i'd like to switch and uh joe weaver's on the run here 
Could we go ahead and switch to uh, our Tallahassee feed? Because it seems that uh, Governor DeSantis uh, and his press conference uh, is coinciding, coinciding with this conference call, the lenders that the press has been invited in to be a part of. And so uh, reminding you, this is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, as best as we can, as we're here for you, we're here to encourage you. Uh, but we also want to, uh, whenever there's an opportunity uh, to hear from the president, the task force, or any element of this. And uh, also, Governor DeSantis in Tallahassee, we'll listen in for a minute or two. We'll have to take a break. Uh, then we'll go back to Tallahassee. Medicine at Broward Health. Um, it, with this, it's, it's interesting and great to see our physicians um, really having to innovate on the spot. You know, a month ago, we knew a lot less. They learn more, but even by the hour, they're learning more. Um, So I wanted to ask Dr. Kumar, can you explain uh, kind of what you guys are doing now uh, in terms of hydroxychloroquine treatment, but also some of the other uh, innovations that you guys are doing to be able to treat your patients that have COVID-19? Good afternoon, Governor. So uh, we, we, we took hydroxychloroquine in two different steps. So initially, like you said, when these patients are admitted, uh, some of them get really, really sick. And we didn't have too many options. So in the initial stage, we started using a combination of hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin, or z like you mentioned. Um, as of yesterday, we changed the strategy a little bit, and we started using hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin in some patients, hydroxychloroquine, and statins and another group. But we decided to start treating all patients diagnosed with COVID-19 admitted in the hospital. But I had to be very careful. I don't want people to assume uh, that's the only thing that's available, but that is a medication that's been used for a long time. It's been tested. All right, gonna take a break. I'm Bill Bunkley. We will go back to Tallahassee to a press conference with uh, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours too, and so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now's a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. 
share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from CrossCards.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. We have sort of jumped right into it this afternoon, if you've been uh, listening uh, for the last segment or so. And uh, right now we are having a conversation between uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and uh, uh, one of our chief physicians uh, talking about the response in Florida. Let's go back to Tallahassee Live to hear uh, from this press conference. Other places well, I think, I mean, to me, that's very powerful. I mean, obviously, you guys are making sure to leave no stone unturned in, in treating these folks. And this was an individual that was in really rough shape. Um, you know, you look at COVID-19, and, and it's true, the vast majority of people that get it, particularly in the younger demographics, don't end up hospitalized and, and lot, sometimes have mild symptoms. But, you know, the people that this you know, puts in the hospital. I mean, th- this really isn't like the flu. I mean, this is uh, some really serious uh, complications, and it can go downhill very fast. Um, and so to be able to have um, a variety of options um, is very, very important. Um, what would you say uh, to, to folks um, in terms of uh, looking forward? Um, I know you say you're, le- you're learning a lot more. Uh, what are some of the things that you're looking at in terms of how patients respond to a variety of things that you do? And then what are some of the kind of unanswered questions about this that you would like to have more information and data on? So def- definitely hydroxychloroquine research, we don't, we don't want to assume that's, uh, that's going to help everybody. I think we need to continue with uh, aggressive efforts to do a randomized control trial, which is being done. We have other medications that's available. Uh, there is something that we are trying on these very sick patients that's called nitric oxide treatment. Um, so we are trying those. Uh, there are some novel uh, therapies available other than hydroxy. We are trying those medications. So we are learning, like you said, every day we are learning something new and we are applying. We are not shying away from trying uh, things that's to help patients. And I'm pretty confident that we will get to the bottom of this. We will be able to help these sick patients. Um, I think things will work out. Great. Well, I just want to thank you for all the great work you're doing and thank uh, all your other colleagues, the, the physicians and the nurses um, you know, who are really stepping up. Um, you know, uh, Floridians are, are watching and are very appreciative. Uh, so I know it's not been easy. It's probably not going to get easy, um, you know, in the, in the coming days. But... Uh, just please know that you got a lot of appreciation for throughout the state of Florida. So God bless. We, we want to really thank you for all your support and your leadership. And again, I want to thank personally my, all the nurses, respiratory therapists, pharmacists, and all the intensivists and physicians across the country working really, really hard to protect and prevent further damage. And uh, we'll continue to work hard. Thank all right. You. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Well, that's uh, we have to thank Dr. Kumar for taking the time out. Um, 
You know, I also have uh, Carlos Campo, physician um, here in, at Tallahassee Memorial, head of the intensive care unit. And um, uh, can you just talk about with, with something like a hydroxychloroquine? I know there was a story about some layman just buying, they thought it was that, it was like the fish tank stuff, and obviously had a very adverse reaction. Um, you know, this is something that a physician recommends to, to, to use under supervision. You know, that, that's one thing, but is this something that someone should just be messing around with on their own? So hydrochloroquine is a medication that's been around for quite some time. It has been used in some autoimmune conditions like lupus, uh, but it's not without side effects, um, more so when you use it in combination with a drug called Citromax, Azithromycin, a ZPAC. Both of these drugs can prolong... Uh, when you're having an electrocardiogram, there, there's a part of the electrocardiogram that we call the, the, the QT. And both of these medications can prolong QT, which can lead to arrhythmias, disturbances in the electrical rhythm of the heart. And sometimes these arrhythmias can be fatal. And that's why when you use these medications in conjunction, you need to have an EKG, you need to be supervised. There's a special protocol that we have if, when we use these medications in conjunction. Uh, I would not recommend just starting these as an outpatient because obviously patients cannot be monitored. And, and, and again, the medications themselves can put the patient at risk. So basically, this is something that um, should be an option, but, but it, the, the physicians really need to be supervising the patients. It's really important that people understand that. Absolutely. And again, I think that it's, um, like Dr. Kumar said, we're trying different options. There's data also that medications called statins, which we use for cholesterol, may reduce viral replication. Some of those medications are included in, in some of the protocols that we have looked at. There's data that vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc may reduce viral replication. We're looking at all the protocols in, in that, that are available to manage these patients. Um, a little bit of a shift in gears, just, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about, I mean, I always give the update on the bed availability. Uh, we've taken steps here in Florida, such as halting uh, uh, non-elective, or excuse me, elective surgeries to make sure that we have enough PPE and space. Um, but then now you're seeing stories about um, healthcare workers getting laid off. Um, you know, obviously there's not as much business coming in as there was. Um, you know, you look, I think I looked at the numbers on March 1st of this year, the, um, the occupancy in Miami-Dade and Broward was 88% in both counties. You know, now it's, it's under, um, um, under 60% in terms of the, the, the occupied beds. And so uh, that obviously causes some, some changes um, in, in what's going on. So, so can you speak about any effects that may be happening? And then obviously, you know, this is the task at hand. We want to make sure we're doing what we can here with COVID-19. But is there a way to mitigate some of the, some of the problems, you know, that we may be seeing develop with people getting laid off or people not having the ability? Because, you know, some non-essential may not be essential in that very minute. But, I mean, a lot of this stuff is beneficial for people's health. Sure. So, uh, again, uh, like you said, the, the volume is down. Uh, I think uh, elective surgeries are not being performed. Urgent, uh, emergent procedures are being done. A TMH, uh, some emergency open heart surgeries have been, have been done. I think in, in our office what we've done is we're partnering with TMH and, and surrounding communities, uh, other practices in other counties, we're using a lot of telemedicine. Uh, CMS has um, um, uh, allowed for alternate devices to be used to be able to see patients at home. Um, 
and, and a lot of practices that I have spoken to in Tallahassee and outside of Tallahassee are shifting to telemedicine to be able to provide care for the patients so that they don't have to come to the office so that they're not exposed, so that they're not exposing other patients if they're all in, in the waiting room. Great. Now, do you uh, recommend that, you know, obviously we, this is an ongoing situation, but, you know, if there's a clear trend in a given area where, you know, you're not seeing, you know, increased hospitalizations from COVID-19 that, that in different areas, would you recommend that there be elective surgeries allowed at that point, or how would you view it? I think that's a decision about my pay grade. Uh, I think that, again, but you have to wait and see how this is going to play out. And I think when each area is going to peak and surge in, in a different way. And I think you have to wait and see what each specific area in the state is going to do to decide then how to move forward. Great. Uh, well, I want to thank both the doctors uh, for, for participating. Um, we're going to continue uh, working on, um, on hydroxychloroquine and anything else that, that we can do uh, to be helpful. I will also uh, add that we have um, – I mentioned that I'd spoken with the CEO of FedEx uh, to help if people want to have the applications for unemployment printed there, that they would print it at no cost, let them fill it out, put it in a box, and then they would send every night to Tallahassee to complete it out. All right, a very interesting information uh, coming out from Tallahassee. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We have to take a break. When we come back, if the governor is providing more info, we'll take you back to Tallahassee. I'm Bill Bunkley. Remember... You can call me at 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. New York State recording 731 new coronavirus deaths on Tuesday, marking the biggest one-day jump in the outbreak. Governor Andrew Cuomo says the state's death toll since the beginning of the outbreak now, 5,489. Voters in Wisconsin waiting in line to cast ballots at polling places for the state's presidential primary election being held today. The National Guard helping run voting sites across the state after thousands of election workers stepped down fearing for their safety. In Britain, Prime Minister Boris Johnson remains in intensive care with the coronavirus. Japan's leader declaring a month-long state of emergency in his country. White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham leaving her post after never holding a single formal press briefing. Grisham will be assuming a new role as Chief of Staff to First Lady Melania Trump. On Wall Street, the Dow had 92 points. This is SRN News. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. It's a different kind of pandemic. I'm referring to the left's attack on free speech. The attack born on college campuses and now has spread through the media, online, and at your place of work. If you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the hard left will come to shut you down. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, starring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. Netflix won't carry it. Amazon Prime won't carry it. But now... You can watch this important film from the comfort of your home. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn how you and your family can exercise your First Amendment rights and express the principles, values, and ideas you hold dear. Go to nosafespaces.com now. 
That's nosafespaces.com. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, I've been monitoring the press conference with Governor Ron DeSantis uh, in Tallahassee. Going to go back there in just a moment. While we were away, the governor was addressing the fact that there are several municipal elections around the state. And uh, the supervisors of elections are asking to postpone many of them until... um, uh, August. Uh, however, the one that is scheduled for Polk County, I believe the Polk County Supervisor election is talking about going ahead with it, uh, believing that uh, most of you who are voting in that election right here in our area, those ballots are already in. Also talking about, we'll learn a little bit more later on in the week, whether uh, the students will have to stay home for the balance of this school year or if uh, they'll be able to kind of get the kids back in school. I can tell you that the governor's point of view is is that as soon as it's safe, uh, probably with all of the interruptions with uh, parents trying to work, kids at home, as soon as they can get back into that structured um, uh, situation by going back to their brick-and-mortar school, he would like to see that happen. Now, let's go back to Tallahassee, Q&A session with the governor. Uh, increases as well. Um, so those are... Um you know, ACA is maintaining that. And so if you look at, like, you know, the ICU bed availability, um, uh, 35% in Miami-Dade, uh, looks like uh, 48% in Duval, 36% in Broward. You know, so these are things that are, that are being monitored, um, you, know, you know, on a daily basis. So, okay, well, thank you all. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. All right, that is uh, President Ron DeSantis. President. That is Governor Ron DeSantis. I tell you, we go from the president in Washington directly to Ron DeSantis in 
uh, what we've been dealing with day after day after day. Sometimes, uh, you know, it's just a, a little bit confusing. So um, here we are at, uh, those of you uh, who are listening, you're probably so waiting for that initial, initial direct stimulus uh, check um, that's going to be coming in, and um, uh, as we all are. And uh, in a moment, I want to tell you about my small business loan application process. I do have some breaking news. Uh, the, secretary, the acting secretary of the Navy... That was the individual who traveled to Guam and uh, really chose a very poor approach uh, to criticizing the uh, commander of the USS Theodore Roosevelt, saying that he was either naive or he was stupid uh, for sending that email. But uh, nonetheless, the president was questioned about that yesterday, of if he thought that was an appropriate response to that crew. Uh, president said that, uh, well, I've looked into other things. Um, he kind of indicated that was on his plate. Now we see that uh, just moments ago that the command, that the acting secretary of the uh, head of the Navy, uh, who went out and made that speech, and I don't have his name right in front of me. Please, uh, please forgive me for that. Um, he has offered his resignation, and uh, that is not surprising to me at all. And um, uh, it's one thing to, to to go out and address the members of the ship, but you know this, you know there's four or five thousand folks on the Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, as far as the commander of a ship that size or any size in the U.S. Navy, I mean he is like the governor, he's like the mayor, well he's kind of like the president. I mean Thomas Modley. Uh, is probably not going to be uh, the uh, interim head of the U.S. Navy for pretty long. I think the president will probably dispatch him. And, and uh, you know, and that now we have two uh, un- unfortunate situations. It, it's kind of interesting, and uh, especially from a godly perspective. So uh, remember that um, I think sometimes that we as Christians sort of approach things a little bit differently if we know our scripture and we have a close relationship with the Lord. Um, Whenever we're getting ready to highly criticize someone, uh, and especially someone that we know or someone that's in our circle, you know, I'm always reminded when uh, the woman who was caught in the act of adultery Uh, was brought to Jesus by the Pharisees uh, and the Sadducees, members of the Sanhedrin. And Jesus was was sitting there, and I don't know whether you're sitting or standing, but here they dragged the woman in that was caught in the act of adultery. And sort of a backdrop on that, uh, you know, if you go back and take a very clear look at Jewish law, uh, you just don't drag the woman in for adultery, you drag the the man who was in who was the other half of that adultery. You drag them both in. And by the way, according to Jewish law, both of them would be taken out to the gate, and they would both be stoned to death. Well, uh, something interesting happened that afternoon. On the way to dragging the woman to Jesus, they forgot to drag the guy. Now, there's no real commentary on that, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, who he was, who knows his stature in the community. But uh, certainly uh, my hunch is, this is just a hunch, and I'll tell you when I have a hunch. My hunch is uh, he was somebody of some renown 
there in the city. Um, because let's face it, if he was a shepherd or something and they had so disregard for a shepherd, probably would have dragged everybody in. But that didn't happen. But as Jesus was asked, well, what should we do? The Bible says, you know, it is written that, you know, we should stone. And Jesus uh, was either standing or then he knelt down or he was already knelting down. And he was kind of drawing a figure in the sand as their presentation was coming to an end. And Jesus looked at them and said, he who is without sin, you cast the first stone. And so what happened was, and there was a progression, there was all sorts of these men who had brought this case before Jesus. Oh, they're going to get him on this one. Well, Jesus said that, and they started departing. And they started departing from the older all the way down to the younger. And you know why? You know, by the time you're in your senior years, you, painful as it is, you can really look back and think of a lot of things where you blew it. And some of them are big things that, that are, as people will say, I will always take that to my grave, how I, how I blew that. And so the older ones left first because they, have, they had a long memory. And then some of the younger ones who haven't really lived that long and maybe didn't have some of those real consequential uh, decisions, uh, well, they were the last to leave. But nonetheless, it makes us consider, as the Holy Spirit uh, dominates our life, it makes us, okay. Now, Lord, you know, you, you know my slate. You know my track record. Now, now you don't because it's, clean, it's, it's covered in the blood. Our sins are tossed from the east to the west, but the idea here is you have this Navy, uh, head of the Navy, and uh, he dismisses the commander for insubordination, uh, and I get that. I understand that. It's, it's, it's a very, very tough ethical situation. The captain was, uh, w- was just very frustrated with, uh, now we know more than 100 sailors had the uh, coronavirus, uh, that's a city. I mean, that's a city with everything happening, and he's in charge of that city. So uh, the fact that uh, he wasn't remaining patient, uh, though it was for his love of the crew that he was impatient, you you had um, you had him dismissed. And then you would think that the head of the navy who goes out to, you know, he's gonna, supposed to go out to raise morale. I would think. And he goes out over the loudspeaker system, and he talks about uh, their commander, who they love. And by the way, hundreds of these sailors went to um, went to the hangar deck, which opens to the side of the ship where the where the commander, all by himself, when he left the ship, there's a protocol when the commander leaves the ship, and uh, they were supposed to be social distancing, and they weren't. Because they were all down there by the hundreds to cheer this commanding officer as he left the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Then comes uh, Mr. Muldine, Muldern, whatever, and uh, mean no disrespect, uh, just uh, uh, just the fact that um, I can't again recall the exact pronunciation, but doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh, but but here we have uh, here he here here he is. Uh, Coming after he has dismissed someone who exercised poor judgment, right? Poor judgment. And then he comes in and exercises 
uh, an equally disgusting uh, piece of poor judgment. Um, and I'm not surprised that um, that situation is probably uh, coming to a head. So all of that to just say when we have uh, breaking news like that that comes along, and uh, I especially think about a spiritual principle uh, that can match that. And so, uh, so what do we do when we see news like that? Well, first of all, we ask the Holy Spirit to just have, a, have an open line to our heart and our mind. And uh, when you see something like that, you know, remember, remember the wise advice. But for the grace of God, there go I. How many times have we been in the moment? And even the president was talking about, well, you know, uh, the commander may have had a bad day. And uh, I, I don't want to just, you know, excoriate him because he had a bad day. That, what was, that was the president's comment yesterday about the commander of the Theodore Roosevelt. Um, you, you get this sense that uh, uh, the older and the wiser that you, wiser that you get, you, you realize the mistakes that you have made at certain um, uh, road marks uh, or, 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 or mile markers in our life. And so uh, it's unfortunate that that has happened. But I think that is going to help um, the sailors above the TR uh, because they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have a, a whole lot of new folks come on board and uh, they're going to be mixing with this team, and they're going to have to get up to speed because, make no mistake about it, our, uh, you got the Abraham Lincoln, you got the um, Theodore Roosevelt, um, our, our battle group carrier task force uh, are very, very important uh, units, uh, not only to our national security, uh, but also in, in what we do around the world. And so... Um, continue to pray for them. Pray for all of uh, our armed service members, especially those who are now um, coming to um, serve for the coronavirus. And I want to add one more group before we leave you this hour. Would you please pray, in addition to the emergency rooms, in addition to the ICUs and the nurses and doctors and assistants that are serving in those areas, plus those in hospital rooms, uh, would you be with uh, our firefighters and our EMS uh, first responders, keeping them safe with a hedge of protection, health protection from coronavirus? Add to that our police. And now I want to add two important groups because we're now seeing some of the members of these organizations who have uh, contracted the coronavirus and are now passing away. I want you to remember and respect the folks that are working at our grocery stores, our pharmacies, our box stores, as well as the uh, hardware stores. Because uh, they, uh, you know, we can have a lot of debate about what's essential, what's not. Uh, those uh, situations are essential. And uh, now they are seeing some of the impact of being in contact with uh, uh, the citizens that are venturing out for their needs. Let's keep them in our prayers as well. Well, that was an interesting first hour. We're going to get uh, set up for the second hour coming up in a moment. In fact, I haven't even mentioned that today at 530, uh, we're going to have our prayer time with one of my favorites, and that is Evangelist R.V. Brown. He's also the founder and president of Outreach to America's Youth, 
He's going to fire it up with some thoughts about our situation and pray for our community. All that's coming up at 530. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas and Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. Because of the global pandemic, many churches have been forced to close their doors for a time. But even as physical gatherings are put on hold, the opportunities to shine the light of the gospel have never been greater. You see, people need hope, and that's what the Christian faith offers, hope in an uncertain world. And that's why it's so important for churches not to cower in fear during this time. A.W. Tozer said, A scared world needs a fearless church. So don't be paralyzed from fear over this very real threat to our nation and world. We have a message that people need to hear at a time like this. And this is the time for God's people to stand up and proclaim the hope that we have. May God bless you in the days ahead. This is Robert Jeffers from Pathway to Victory. Do you have damage to your business, home, boat, or plane due to hurricane storm, wind, or rain? End your pain with File a Claim today. Is your life upside down due to a fire, flood, theft, or loss? Be the boss with File a Claim today. Let our friendly staff work on your behalf. Don't let the insurance company give you less, even if you've been denied or underpaid. Call toll-free 833-411-FILE. That's 833-411-FILE. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours, too, and so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now's a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between
between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses there were future power people throwing love to the loveless shining a light because they wanted it seen bill bunkley here with the bill bunkley show hey our phone lines are open for you at 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 Hey, as we wrap up this first hour, of course, we want to give all the honor and the glory and the praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he, in fact, is the one that is sustaining us this very moment and uh, letting us know, really, if we are still and if we are willing to hear how much he cares for us. You know, if you have a relationship with the Lord, you know that that relationship is like Well, it's not like some king and father that's way out there. No, we are told that those of us that are followers of Christ, that intimate relationship with his father, which is God the Father, the creator of all things, that's awesome in and of itself, and you have Jesus his son, and then you have the Holy Spirit. But um, I wonder how you refer to the Heavenly Father. Sometimes I'll hear people say, oh, Father, thank you for your great and glorious self, uh, the absolutely king of all. Now, 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 don't get me wrong. That's appropriate. That's true. I get it. But do you know what Abba Father, do you know what Abba Father means? Abba Father. I want to pray to my Abba Father. That means Daddy. So I want to remind you, as we are all praying, we want to be respectful. We want to give all the glory and the praise to the Lord, both in the beginning and at the end of a prayer. But in the middle, you can pray and you can have a conversation, an intimate conversation with him as Daddy. Oh, Daddy, please, uh, please keep uh, keep all of us safe here at home. Oh, Daddy, um, I need some wisdom with our finances. Our wisdom are, is a little bit low. Oh, Daddy, help me to be focused on today. Oh, Daddy, help me not to worry about what I did yesterday. Oh, Daddy, uh, don't let me spend time on worrying about tomorrow or Friday or next Tuesday. No, no, no. Oh, Daddy, give me, the, give me the wisdom and the power to do exactly like you have instructed me, Daddy. Daddy, help me to just focus on today. Lead me today, Daddy. Help me today, Daddy. And uh, guess what? Your Daddy, uh, and I know some of you did not have the uh, type of uh, family situation uh, with growing up with either one or both of your parents. But remember this. It's, it's a Daddy is not going to want you to worry. A daddy is not going to want you to fear. And that's the relationship we have with him. Right now, he's caring for you in such a magnificent way. And by the way, 
Your resources may be limited. Your bank account may be limited. His isn't. Your cupboard may be bare, but his isn't. And uh, sometimes we have not because we ask not. And many years ago, I want to just share this. The wise prophet Isaiah. Isaiah had a lot to say, not only for the contemporaries of his time, but not only later how he would foretell part of the coming of Jesus, but, but even today, as we are contemplating the prophecies yet to be fulfilled, and we see sor- sort of these warning signs, kind of like the trailer with the coronavirus, the trailer with the locusts in Africa, the trailer uh, where we, we heard about all those earthquakes uh, uh, in Idaho that barely got any attention. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, you've heard it before, but I hope this is uh, one of the verses that you turn to when you're in need. You will keep in perfect peace. Think about that state. Are you in perfect peace this afternoon? Now, if you don't know Jesus, this would be a good time to... Uh, consider asking Jesus into your life and become a Christian. It would be a good time if you're remembering Jesus and you have uh, you have strolled away from the gospel to come back to him. But he tells us that Isaiah says, You as in God will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. Think about that. That's a quid pro quo. Because that means if you trust in him, then he will keep you in perfect peace. All those thoughts are fixed on you. You just don't know how much he loves you. How much he wants to have that fellowship with you yet this afternoon. Talk to him. Hey, Daddy, can I talk to you? Talk to him throughout the day. Talk to him when you're doing your chores. Verse 4. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal, forever and ever and ever and ever. He's our eternal rock. And I tell you what, that very simple understanding and that simple implementation of that trusting relationship with him, that's perfect peace. I pray you would uh, pursue it this afternoon. We're going to take a break. Coming up in a moment, we'll have our answer uh, stations uh, joining us. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Remember, we'll have our prayer at 530 today. See you then. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has emerged as the keystone of our nation's capital. Amid a pandemic threat that has caused the nation's worst crisis since 9-11, coupled with fiscal economic challenges that are already the equal of the Great Recession, McConnell has been nothing short of magnificent. That description came from former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, who went on in his interview with me last week to call McConnell, quote, one of the most important Senate leaders in American history. Gingrich is right. The complexity of our time, the depth of partisan rancor, and the intensity of media glare will help secure McConnell's legacy as among the most talented legislators in our nation's history. They called LBJ the master of the Senate. In times of crisis, it's comforting to have a leader every bit LBJ's equal at work for the country, the Constitution, and the Republican Party. We are witnessing Leader McConnell 
at his finest hour. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Alliance Defending Freedom. Protecting your First Amendment liberties. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The New York State death toll since the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak is now at 5,489. Surgeon General Jerome Adams says it's too soon to say if New York has reached a peak in hospitalizations. The power to change the trajectory of this epidemic really lies in the hands of the American people. This virus spreads person to person, and the way we combat it is with each and every person deciding to create maximal distance between uh, each other. And the people in New York are doing that. Adams on NBC's Today Show. One proposal being floated on Capitol Hill would give $25,000 checks to essential workers required to keep showing up for work during the pandemic. The proposal is aimed not only at doctors and other health care professionals, but extends also to people like grocery store clerks and truck drivers as a form of hazard pay for keeping the health care system and the U.S. economy up and running during the crisis. Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer says, quote, For these Americans, working from home is not an option. Republicans may push back against the proposal once it becomes part of the Phase 4 Corona Relief Bill. GOP lawmakers fear Democrats may use another trillion-dollar-plus spending package to push for a host of new regulations and expand the welfare state. Bob Agnew reporting. Also at SRNews.com, the U.S. Surgeon General says African Americans are at a higher risk for contracting COVID-19. U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams said Tuesday that African Americans are at a higher risk to get the coronavirus as numbers showing a disparity in cases and deaths are starting to emerge from states. Adams noted that black Americans are more likely to have pre-existing conditions and lack access to health care. He said that he himself has high blood pressure, asthma, heart disease, and is pre-diabetic. Adams says the CDC should be and are tracking this virus by different demographic groups. Bernie Bennett in Washington. But Wall Street stocks losing some early gains and are now mixed. The Dow had 90 points. The Nasdaq is down fractionally. This is SRN News. Oh, whale! Guys, whale! Wow, whale. Oh, that's a big whale. Um, okay. Whale, whale, whale. Oh, no! Whale! The tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered. Get a quote today in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Well, at least it wasn't a shark, am I right? <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. How often do you read the Bible? SRN's Michael Harrington reports. The good news is Americans are consulting the scriptures more often these days. According to a new Barna Group poll, 14% of adults read the Bible every day, up from 11% about 10 years ago. Roughly one-third of Americans are in the Word anywhere from daily to at least once a week. The bad news is the percentage of people who never, ever read the Bible has risen sharply from 21% two decades ago to 35% now. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Christians are having a hard time getting building permits in mostly Muslim Indonesia. 
International Christian Concern says even when a congregation is finally able to obtain a permit, construction may be stalled by local Muslim officials who often stand in the way. Then there are Muslim gangs who will use violence to prevent the construction. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. I'm Sonequa Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. I'm joining Stand Up to Cancer to get information to those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting-edge new treatments. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit standuptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show on a stunning, stunning afternoon here all across West Central Florida. Well, how's that honeydew list doing? You know, there's an opportunity for some of you to get some things done around the house that uh, have need to be done for a long time. I've got such a long list here. I could be uh, I could be under quarantine for five years and still not get everything done. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, um, we're here for you, and I hope that uh, this uh, another turning of another page has been very. Um, um, well, just a very patient exercise because that's where we find us. So the news of the day is is that uh, if we can help it, don't go to the supermarket. Don't go in the pharmacy. If you can uh, do away with not doing that for the next two weeks, that would be the latest request from the Corona Task Force. Now, that's because um, we're at the very, very critical time. At the same time, we had a shocking number of deaths in the last 24 hours in New York, but we've also had the number of people checking into the hospital is starting to drop off. So could it be that there's a light at the end of the tunnel for New York? Got a long way to go, but isn't that promising? And we're still seeing some very encouraging signs from France and Italy and um, uh, Spain uh, things may be leveling off there a little bit as well. And we're hearing from Mr. Murphy out at uh, Washington State University. Uh, and now some of the new data that's been putting into some of these models, well, the peak may be a little bit sooner. In fact, it may be nationally within a few days after Easter. And Florida may see our peak before the end of the month. All of that is good news. And I believe that's good news because people are paying the price. Uh, we are uh, staying at home. And um, though a lot of apprehension and nervousness uh, is rising across the nation, uh, much of which is that uh, we've, got, we've got two 
We've got two plagues. We've got the coronavirus plague, and now we've got the economic plague. Uh, Because everybody knows that uh, every day that we are continuing in our current uh, sort of stay-at-home mode, it is very, very costly to the economy. Very, very costly to businesses, and some of you very, very costly. And so as the the government is trying desperately to get the checks out uh, on the direct uh, assistance, I can tell you that uh, it it was a little cumbersome. For me to even get in a position to uh, put in uh, the request for um, one of our corporations um, that uh, is impacted uh, family-wise. And so um, we are all in this together. We've heard that over and over, but it simply is not just a cliche. We certainly are in all, we are in all of this together. And so I know that uh, we just did an order couple of suggestions. Um, I know Publix has the program. Winn-Dixie has the program. If uh, you want to shop online, uh, you can shop online. And it's a little difficult to, at least it was yesterday, to get a slot to go to, to the store, stay in your car, and they'll bring it out to your car. Um I think that uh, just before we came on the air, I think we um, initiated our Publix order and uh, arranged for it to be delivered to our doorstep. So with my um, uh, immune system uh, that is being compromised via the drugs to allow for my bone marrow transplant, uh, for my donor cells to calm down over a three-year period with my cells, and to live happily ever after, uh, we're going to comply with that. Same thing for over at Winn-Dixie. I can tell you that, uh, and I'm on a fair amount of medications because of my uh, cancer fight. Um, I, I have two choices. We can either do the drive through over at the CVS, or they will deliver the drugs as well. And I can tell you that even uh, at um, uh, Sam's Club, uh, now, you, you want to get there early. Um, from 7 to 9 is the published hours. If, if you are a senior, I think it's 65 and over, or you have a condition like yours truly, uh, you can have a concierge service. And uh, it works a couple of ways. First of all, for instance, if you're a member at Sam's, and I'm, not, uh, I'm also a member at Costco, but I, I did not, I'm not up to speed on what they're doing. If someone knows, you can call in. Uh, but at Sam's Club, you can uh, you can go ahead and go online and place your order, and then your order will be pulled. Maybe you've seen the carts in the front after those orders have been pulled. But you can also combine that to where they have the drive-up concierge, and so when you drive up, you can either give them your order when it's your turn, or if your order's already there, uh, it just saves time when your slot comes up because the line was all the way. Uh, I, I um, happened to go to the Sam's Club there on Northdale Mabry, and the concierge line was all the way out to the street. And that's a situation where you never get out of your car, kind of like Publix. Not only do you not get out of your car, they will put all the groceries where you want them to put it. They are wearing masks. They're wearing gloves. 
they're outside of your car. And uh, even when you go to show your membership card or you go to pay, you're not handing them either of those two cards. Now, mine is combined with, uh, I think it's MasterCard. I think a MasterCard, which is also my Sam's Club card. Uh, all you do is hold it up, and they look at it at a distance, and so you can you can manage. Now, the wait time uh, is about two and a half to three and a half hours. I mean, you can imagine, folks, that uh, that that saddled up with a lot of stuff there at Sam's. But I can tell you that uh, if you were to get get up early, get there about six six fifteen, and uh, be up toward the front of that queue line, that just means that uh, you're still going to have a wait. Uh, but combine that with early ordering and uh, getting there early, you can get in and out of that line and get back home. Um, and so there are ways, if you have the discretionary time, there are ways over the next two weeks that if you have a compromised system in any way, 65, or there are ways where you do not have to go into uh, the stores to shop. And I very much encourage you to do that. Why? Every day that we can, um, we're in this, but every day now that we can just be in a position to stay at home, if that if that is, is shortening the days that we're seeing with all the models now, that's a praise to the Lord. That's a praise, that, that's an absolute praise to the Lord. And just like today, if you heard today something to think about, uh, it I wrote about hope, the light at the end of the tunnel. And I wrote about that because there is no doubt that's our president. You know, one can live through life. You're Usually you are a person where the glass is half empty or you're on your toes and you're the kind of person, hey, the glass is half full. Let's fill that baby up today. And so realize that depending on which one of those two ways of navigating life also has a lot to do with your health. The best that you can rid yourself of being negative, uh, the, the better you're going to feel. And I was listening today about stress, stress and being negative. It causes inflammation. Think about the inflammation around your heart, about your organs, but also think about the inflammation in your body. And that can lead to water retention and all sorts of things. And so you hear about it all the time, but we rarely take heed. How you live your emotional life has a lot to do with everything else in your life, physically and staying healthy. And so right now, that's what this is all about. But you you take the president. He is hope, 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 and positive. And you know from day one, when he saw the early results of what the um, hydrochloroquine plus the uh, azithromycin, the ZPAC, was doing in in, uh, Israel and other places, well, that's, that's just him. He's a half-full kind of guy moving forward. And uh, that has upset, uh, you know, some people. They don't like the president being optimistic. And unless they, uh, you know, have uh, done the clinical trials for a year, 
They don't want the, the president to be talking about being hopeful about anything. So is it any wonder day by day by day, and now it was wearing thin yesterday, last night, at the uh, press conference for the coronavirus, um, you, you see where the press, the press is always wanting to be suspicious. The press always wants to assume there's something sinister going on. Uh, the press always wants to be negative. The press always wants to be dealing in doom and gloom. And that's uh, so on display for us this afternoon, or every afternoon. And uh, quite frankly, it's getting a little tiring. You can see the, the president is tiring of it as well. And I'm trying to remember who on Facebook um, that I saw, uh, one of our listeners, I believe. Um, and I'll just mention that the very good point was that you you see all of these press conferences, and then they'll call up Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks. And uh, this person pointed out, very accurately so, is it amazing that none of the members of the press have ever voiced even a word of appreciation? Uh, I like this. Uh, Mr. President, I got a question for Dr. Fauci. Okay. 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 Here I am. Dr. Fauci, first, I just want to tell you, uh, thank you for uh, all of your efforts, your tireless efforts of the last two weeks. Now, tell us a little bit about why you and the president have a little bit different approach in terms of optimism over the, the malaria drug. And, and, and when we watch this, this unfold, it is, of course, I've dealt with it all my life, but what you have is you have these groups of people um, who are, are never positive about anything. And it reflects in what they report on cable news. It reflects on how they write an article. And um, I'll leave you with this question. How many of you, over the last month, how many of you would have liked to have the responsibility of being the President of the United States? How many of you would like to have the responsibility of being the President of the United States right now? My friends, this is no cakewalk, and certain amounts of this is unscripted. You know, we're probably going to be better prepared for a pandemic in the future than ever if we don't forget. And we can only look to uh, the tribes of Israel through the years as new generations came along, how they forget, forgot God, forgot Jehovah, and then ended up going way off course. Stay focused, stay hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. 
If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Back Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, people are fickle. Have you figured that out in life yet? And uh, i got to be honest, I don't necessarily have uh, in my schedule, I don't know how people can fit it in, but uh, it, I think everybody is much better than me than than keeping up with uh, uh, friends on Facebook. Everybody's got to be better than me because uh, I just, you know, I have I have more assignments than than the 24-hour period, and it's just it's just um, it's just very hard for me. However, during the staying at home, like all the time, all the time, uh, for instance, I perused this morning uh, through Facebook. And I don't have uh, a lot of opportunities to do that, but it, it's interesting to read through the comments on Facebook. Some are educated. Some are very, very, very not uh, educated in terms of what's going on. And uh, most people will like and most people will share or uh, that's the extent of getting involved with in anything controversial. But other people, they'll just... Man, they'll just go at it, and they'll just, uh, they'll go for it. And so Facebook has also become a place where you can really get an idea of what's happening with all the finger pointing, uh, the blame game. Dare I even say armchair quarterbacking. And so um, I'm already, I'm already looking down the road. Uh, because I'm believing in faith that the numbers who will pass away, uh, I like that number that came out of Washington. You know, they were talking about one to two million if we had not done anything in terms of social distancing. 
Then about a week ago, or at least last weekend, they were talking, well, you know what, between 100 and 200,000, we're really hoping that we'll come in lower than 100. But yet we had that 100, 200,000. And yet the new models that have come out in the last 24 hours, uh, Mr. Murphy out in Washington State, I think we're down to 80,000 potential deaths. Now, don't be, don't be, you know, I don't gamble, but I'm telling you, don't put money on that at all. Not at all. But I don't know. I, uh, of course, I, I, I am, I am trusting the Lord. Um, I come to you as a Christ follower today, as well as a conservative. Uh, but there's no doubt that uh, the biblical principles from Genesis to uh, uh, Revelation—that's uh, whether I meet whether I meet the tests of uh, walking in lockstep with all of them. Uh, it's my desire to do so, but uh, I sin, I falter, I'm human. But uh, as I think about the possibility that in a few days, just a few more days, we might start hearing that some of these cases are decreasing. And when we have a, a three or five, three, four, five, five day period, which each day I think we're going to be waiting to hear what the latest numbers are as they decrease. And they will decrease. They will go down. Now, let me just give you a caution. When they go down for four or five days, that's not the time to go out and start getting uh, crazy. I think that uh, well over a month or so, at least two to four weeks, after we have confirmation the numbers are going down, I still think that there will be generally social distancing. And what may happen, there may be some phasing in of certain businesses just in the early days. Because the one thing that we don't want to do is to get overly optimistic, see things get together sooner than, sooner than expected, numbers of deaths less than expected, and we go out and we go out when the, the, the virus is still active in people who don't know they have it. We've got to, we've got to be patient. But it looks like that quite possibly the efforts of uh, fighting the coronavirus in America, that we may have, in fact, uh, we may, in fact, be on the, on the path uh, to escape the worst-case scenario. Now, from my point of view, you know, first of all, uh, God is in this. God is all over it. And God's got a lot of, uh, I believe, a lot of, uh, of uh, purposes and uh, reasons. And I'm not saying that, that God ordered this, but certainly when you know your scripture and understand theology, you know that he gave it his permission, or he said, okay. Uh, and what we believe is Satan and his imps and the demons. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, he's on top of it. So I think uh, we've got a pretty fair shot of this thing uh, simmering down. But let me tell you what I've also been thinking. And I already sort of see it uh, coming out on Facebook. If you think that the president's going to be clean and green when this is over, and if it's over, say, really coming down in a month, two to four weeks, uh, for the election purposes, 
uh, I want I want you to just hold your thunder on that. Because here's what could happen. Trump's success and the Corona Task Force success, their success in this could also be, well, their, their worst enemy. Now, make no mistake about it. They're going for the finish line. They're going for the goal line. They're going for the touchdown. They're not worried about what will happen later. But what will happen if this ends up being about 80,000 deaths, not a million or two, not even 200,000 or 100,000, but let's say it's under 100, and let's say that, you know, May going into June, there's some uh, movement of getting people back to work, if not sooner. You know what's going to happen? There's going to be a a quadre of people who will come out and say, you know what? We blew our economy. We did this. We did that. And uh, guess what? They didn't have to do all this. Look at this. We only lost 80,000 lives. Now, you won't hear that from this show host, uh, but I'm telling you, the bluebirds and the naysayers, and so he's going to be, you know, he was questioned in February March about not acknowledging and not doing enough. Now you watch. The narrative could well turn around in May, uh, in about four weeks, and uh, then the press will begin to say in naysayers, well, he did too much. He overreacted. You just watch. Because this is the world we live in, and because this is a free country, everybody can express their opinion. The only problem is sometimes when you express your opinion, might have been better just to keep still. Because every time I say something, uh, there's going to be people who tend to uh, walk in my point of view, think uh, think it was a, a proper thing to say or a proper opinion. And then if you don't care for me too much, you're going to find a reason to criticize. That principle is universal. Be on guard for that principle. And that means pray for the president. Pray for his success. I'm Bill Bunkley. Take a break. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott, a crew member of a Navy hospital ship sent to New York for the coronavirus outbreak has tested positive for the disease. The USNS Comfort Crew member tested positive and is being isolated. The Navy says the positive test will not affect the a hospital ship's mission to receive patients. Thousands of Wisconsin voters waiting hours in line to cast ballots and the National Guard staffing overcrowded polling stations. This is straining the state's ability to hold today's presidential primary elections in the grip of an escalating pandemic. A rally on Wall Street evaporated after the price of crude oil took a sudden turn lower. The Dow fell 26 points today. The Nasdaq was off nearly 26 and the S&P 500 down Four points. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. And right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com. 
where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features MossCare, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price and, more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless. When a loved one, your father, your sister, your aunt, your grandparent, is facing a cancer diagnosis, you want them to have access to the most promising cancer treatments available. I'm Sydney Martin Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. I wanted to know that she was getting the best treatments available. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. That's why I'm joining Stanford to Cancer to get information to the people who need it most, those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting edge and potentially life-saving new treatments while patients receive the best current care or treatments available. My hope is that all people diagnosed with cancer have access to effective treatments that will make them long-term survivors, like my mom. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit standuptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Rain, rain on my face Hasn't stopped raining for days All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, I want to circle back with the market report this afternoon. Of course, the markets closed about 30 minutes ago. Uh, It was a pretty amazing session because as I watched it throughout the day, this was a day two of enthusiasm that uh, potentially there was light at the end of the tunnel. And, in fact, at one point, the Dow Jones Industrials was up about 900 points. And uh, it was very strong earlier today, and therefore you might have seen my promo uh, for today that said the stock market's assessing early hints of uh, regional coronavirus decreases. Well... Have you ever heard about the term getting ahead of your skis? Those of you who are snow skiers, and I can tell you that as the half Montanian, half Floridian, uh, when I go north, I haven't been able to do that because of my health, you go north and you go skiing, 
I can tell you that uh, if you don't ski all throughout the winter season and you ski for a few weeks out of the year, very easy as you start to uh, <clears throat> experiencing the the adrenaline rush of the speed of the downhill, you get ahead of your skis and you're going to find out that you're going to take a tumble. Well, the last couple of days, well, yesterday leading into at least uh, the early part of today's session, half the session, uh, there was a feeling that, uh, you know what, looks like we may be getting close. And keep in mind, investors are really, uh, they're waiting in the wings. When they are pretty sure that this is not going to reverse back, they're going to come in the market, they're going to come to market big time. So they were coming in, establishing some positions. And then today, reality set in. I, uh, I'm, I'm reading some of the analysis here real quick on the break that apparently uh, – Reality came in and said, well, you know, there's just as good a chance as it's going to get better, then it might not get better for a while, so let's trim this thing up. So anyway, um, that's about what happened today. So from being 900 points up in the Dow Jones Industrials, um, it ended up being down 26.13 points, down 1.12% to close at 22.653.86. S&P 500 was off 0.616%. Uh, that equated to being off 4.27 points to close at 2659.51. The NASDAQ was off 0.33%, down 25.98 points to close at 7887.26. And so, again, markets uh, still zooming up, zooming down. But I would tell you that uh, probably the sediment in the market from a couple of weeks ago was, you know, the big sell-offs, how far, how far, how far. Now we're going to have these big swings, but I think more of the sentiment is is being ready to get right back in the market as soon as uh, the collective wisdom uh, says it is safe. So that's our market report today. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Going down to Longboat Key, one of the treasures up and down our Florida Gulf Coast. And Mona is with us again. Mona, welcome back to Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you, Bill. Bill, I actually um, I want to make a point in the sense that um, you're right in that that what's going to happen is they're going to say things are getting better, and why did Trump overreact? That's what that's what it's going to come down to. And you have to realize that, um, and that's that's what you mentioned is going to happen. But this is this is more difficult than that. I, I, unfortunately, I believe that that President Trump, unknowingly, whoever closed down the economy did a, did a terrible thing, because people are in such living in such abject fear that people are, are never going to be able to, to trust things. Uh, it, I mean, I, it's amazing with a lot of the people I know how they're, how they're keeping inside with gloves and, and wipes and, and, and they don't go out, and they're completely in abject fear. So I don't, even when, when it's over, they're going to fear for the next one. And there's going to be another one. I mean, throughout history, through biblical history, there have always been plagues and, and locusts or whatever. So basically, this isn't going to stop. And it's just, unfortunately, um, he, uh, President Trump was was betrayed by his coronavirus task force, Dr. Fauci. Um, I, I'm a researcher. I'm a former researcher. I worked in a major university, and I did. That's what I did. And basically, one never, one never has uh, goes by a model. You, you, it's just a model is only an educated guest. It completely lacks val- validity, completely. 
and and that, that's why the same people who are who are saying um, man-made climate change is, is the greatest existential threat. You can put anything into a model. It never is followed. I don't know what what, but Dr. Fauci somehow because he's a liberal-minded person, and so he sort of believes in that junk. But basically, as a researcher, experienced one, Cornell University PhD, I will tell you that you never go by some model as if it's as if it's the truth or it's valid. Okay, the second thing, Dr. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Mona, what, what would, you're the president, you got to make the decisions, tell me what you would have done different to protect the American people. What I would have done, let's see, what, what have they done in other epidemics? Well, they make sure that we have... No, 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 I just want to know what you would have done right now, it's kind of on, you know, it's happening, what would you have done different? I'm not trying to the spot, but obviously you feel that there's a different pathway and I'm just I'm speaking as one where I have a compromised immune system. Had I not been warned that something very bad was out there and a whole lot of people like me had to either stay home or after my fight with leukemia, I might not be here too long. And I and I still got a year and a half of this. I really want to know as one of those people that maybe others would think is expendable. You know, he's got that. Well, you know, too many people on the planet. I, I just want to know, what would you do different to have, uh, I'm sure, I think you got a plan of how you would have equally protected the people without taking these steps to do the social distancing, which closed down businesses. The social distance. Where, where is there any? Where is there any research that that social distancing is is an effective way to, to, to combat the virus? There isn't any. It's never been done. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm going to have to hop in, Mona. I've lived this for three years at the Moffitt Cancer Institute. I know more about wearing face masks. I know more about being in rooms where they're pressurized. I know more about being. Uh, walking the tightrope of life or death because of germs, bacteria, and viruses. This, 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 this is a real deal. I've lived it, and that's why um, there, there's no doubt. As soon as I learn what was going on, I am social distancing big time because I learned that from the Moffitt Cancer Center, and there was no politics involved. There was no agenda involved. It was, Bill, you need to do this if you want to save your life. So uh, all of this is not just hocus-pocus that we're, we're dealing with here. I'm not speaking about you, Bill. Bill, I, I know anybody who has a compromised immune system. Look, I'm very concerned about my, my immune system. I'm not compromised with that, Matt, but I, I, I look for products. Whether you know products that will build, I I know the key is to build up your immune system. That's how. That's that's true. I mean, that's like, that's like, um, yeah. I mean, everybody has to do that. But basically, with a compromised immune system, yes, you'd be very careful with these things. You you know, because you have a compromised immune system, and so you have to stay self-isolated. I agree. I mean, that's what you need to do. But the but the young kids who are who are uh, taking spring break here and going to the beach, which is good for vitamin A, vitamin D, and who are uh, enjoying themselves, they don't have to do that because it's only uh, what is it now? Two percent of the people will get it, not zero. Whatever will die from it, very low. But not for people with 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 uh, with uh, compromised immune systems. No, I I 100% uh, agree with your concern. Yes, 
But basically, in a way, you said, what should the government do for you? Basically, hopefully provide some good information. I mean, no, no, I want, I want to know what would you do different? What would be the you? specific plan? No, if you were the president. The whole, the whole thing was I'm sensitive to I'm appreciative to what they're doing because it's my, me and my family's situation. But the, yes. the premise was, and a lot of times what I want to like to do is if someone, um, is, and you have the background, is getting back to the question, what would you do differently to have protected the people than the course that the president took? I certainly wouldn't let the let the schools close and the government close. I, I certainly wouldn't do that. I wouldn't make every school, every, every business close, shut down. I wouldn't do that. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it only. I mean, that's that's to me doesn't make sense because if you ha- if you don't have a compromised immune system, you use your own judgment. I wouldn't have the the president do anything. Okay. Well, especially here in Florida, where the number of folks that are 65 and over, they may not be. Uh, battling leukemia like I am, and with the Lord's blessing, and another year be out of it. But with a tremendous amount of baby boomers, I just I, say I, with the with the tremendous amount of baby boomers that make up a, a, a still a significant part of our population, and we're already getting in this. You saw how quick the discussions were about uh, what we're going to do, who gets the ventilator, who doesn't get the ventilator. All these issues are lurking right around the corner for all of us that are moving into retirement years. And uh, I, I, I guess I'm just not there with you, Mona, to the fact that uh, people could carry this and you wouldn't know they were carrying it. But yet, especially here, we got so many old folks, and I'm calling myself one of the old folks, even though I don't quite have my paperwork in for my Medicare uh, and uh, Social Security. But uh, I just don't know what else. Sure, there's some maybe extremes we could talk about, which I don't want to get much into until down the road because I'm more about encouraging people right now. But I I just uh, I'm yet to hear a plan, uh, especially with all the retired folks who are susceptible with just a or heart diabetes or stuff, what you do to to keep this being spread and so uh, i'm open and i'll continue to listen and i always appreciate uh, even sometimes we're not on the exact same uh lane uh but i always appreciate uh, your well thought out opinions and uh uh and appreciate you being with us today well can i just say one thing what happened to me today yeah, when i sure, went to ahead. a store yes. and uh it was a juice store or something and i spoke to the young woman there no business of course in the store and she told me she's she said she's in 11th grade. She, um, she said they closed the beaches for her. They closed the gym for her. That's her life. She's got nothing, okay? She said she wanted to, um, like, men- be mentored by a – she wants to be a physical therapist. That's what she wants to be. And she wanted to, to do that this summer. She, she wants to, like, intern in a way. And she said his business – he's a physical therapist. His business is shut. It was closed out. Nobody's going. Right, I mean, you, right. No gyms, no yeah. nothing. So I, I don't want to think just of the old people. I want to think of the young people. I think we've really destroyed their economy. I don't know. And, and really, it's, it's just not right. I mean, yes, we can think of the old people. But, you know, the future is not, is not the old. They're not, gonna be, they're not working. They're retired. Wonderful. Blessed, you know. But basically, it's the young people. We don't have a future, in my humble opinion. And basically, um, 
this this business, there isn't the science to 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 yes. What the government's job is is to make sure we get good information and and, and make sure our, our we're cared for. But you know there are going to be millions of respirators that aren't going to be used because this was completely overblown about okay. what what's going to happen All here. Right. And unfortunately, the president wanting to do good went with it. But basically, I heard the numbers of, of things that are unused we, we because we don't break. need them. We got Bye-bye. a break coming Thank up. Thank you, Bill. Got a break coming up. Right. Mona, thanks so much. Be, be safe. Uh, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Um, just a couple of – we will see. Um, and when I say we will see, we're looking at maybe a couple of months of uh, we've all stayed home. Uh, I believe the economy will, will bounce back. I believe that in a year or two, the young people won't even think much of it. We'll be back. Not back to where we were before for sure, but the jury's still out of where this will end up. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. It's a different kind of pandemic. I'm referring to the left's attack on free speech, the attack born on college campuses and now has spread through the media, online, and at your place of work. If you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the hard left will come to shut you down. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, starring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. Netflix won't carry it. Amazon Prime won't carry it. But now, you can watch this important film from the comfort of your home. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn how you and your family can exercise your First Amendment rights and express the principles, values, and ideas you hold dear. Go to nosafespaces.com now. That's nosafespaces.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com 
Connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here reminding you that coming up at the bottom of the next hour, we're going to have R.B. Brown going to be with us. He's an evangelist. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, uh, I love my brother. He's going to be with us, and he's going to be praying for our community and some thoughts. 877-943-9673. Got a few minutes left as we wrap up. Let's go to Odessa. Not Odessa across the pond. Odessa right here in Hillsborough County. Jim's calling in. Jim, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Another day. <laughs> another day. <laughs> another day. Well, That's about how I can sum it up. Another day. <laughs> well, how are you, my friend? One who, well, I, I'm doing fine. And, you know, other than shortages of the grocery store, this really hasn't affected me much because I'm in an industry that's called uh, 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 yeah, essential, because I'm in the electrical industry, so I've been going to work right. every day. I haven't missed a day, thankfully. But things are sure slowing down. And I, I, you talked about, is this going to be bad for Trump? Now, I have to tell you, I don't have a lot of letters after my name, but I've also learned in my in my many years that if you have to constantly remind somebody how smart you are, you're probably not as smart as you think you are. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I'm just going to say that what else could have Trump done? This is an unknown entity. He had to follow the advice of the people around him, the best minds out there, and without models, what else can you go by? So I think he did the right things. He quickly chopped off the, the uh, well, not chopped. He he stopped the the travel from from China. That that's where this thing started. He cut it off, and he got he got criticized for that. If you recall, uh, even Biden yes. almost uh, I don't know if he called him a xenophobe, but that was the that was the uh, that was the intent of what he was saying. And other people were saying how how that was uh, irrational and heavy-handed, and he shouldn't have done it. Well, they've had to back off on that. He early on. Uh, touted the the malaria drug as something that could either um, help ward off or lessen the effects of these. And he got criticized for that roundly. Well, now those people are having to back off because, hey, the 
the the preponderance the preponderance of evidence out there saying this stuff might work, and there are no significant side effects. So why not? I mean, another thing he did right, if he if he erred anywhere, he has to err on the side of caution because if he doesn't, he has lives that could have been saved, and if he didn't err on the side of caution and things did go very badly, can you imagine the upswell and the criticisms he would be getting? So, of course, he had to shut down the schools. Of course, he had to call for for distancing. And the evidence is out there, and common sense would tell you that if someone has a virus that can be transmitted through the air, maybe you need to stay away from people. So that means this distancing is working. Doesn't that seem like common sense, Bill? Well, I think that if this was something, if the coronavirus presented itself in a way that you knew the minute that it was starting to incubate in you, then uh, I think that I think certainly there's another approach. I think uh, being sensitive to Mona and, and Jim, I don't know if we had this conference before. You know, you know when you want to start. You know, let's even go back to scientific hypothesis. You know, you, you got to really watch the ones that come up with the hypothesis. And in this case, Mona's talking about those that come up with the models. And uh, I, I can sense that in Mona's expertise in the many, many years in this, she has probably come across a lot of models that weren't worth the paper they were written on. And so her point of view is going to be extra, extra, extra on guard, extra, extra on point. And if she's experienced a, a lifetime of models being what they are, but I would say at the moment, Jim, I, I, I got about two minutes, but I'll agree with you to say a model is an estimate. If, if the leader is not getting someone who's trustworthy to give them – I'm the president. Give me an estimate. How bad is this? What do we got to do? How do we how do we protect people? Well, then the model becomes the estimate. I guess I'm with you, Jim, to say if you don't have anybody giving you data or that estimate, how do you know what to do? And I think you don't. And, and that's yeah, what I and, think. And, and, from bill from military quickly quickly military to 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 any any industry around everyone uses models because we don't have a better way other than experience and in this case we don't have the experience and frankly we don't want the experience of what this what this disease would do unchecked so in to err on the side of caution you have to use models and it's so easy to criticize when you're not the person there making the decisions. Trump and his team are making decisions every minute of every day, and that leaves them open to criticism, good and bad. And But if you're not doing anything, you're, you're wrong. You have to do something, and then that leads to criticism. And people, hindsight is great. Quickly, Look, quickly. They're on the forefront. They're right. doing it, and I respect them. All right. Uh, I will say this, that I want to be clear, in all of that, Mona was not criticizing the president. She was criticizing those that are around him. I'm Bill Bunkley. Hey, don't miss the next hour. We're going to let God take control of all this, and R.V. Brown's going to pray with us. Don't go away. I'll be right back. It's easy. 
and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It's the old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's experience in God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life? The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. There was both promising and very grim news from the Empire State today. While hospital admissions are dropping in New York State, Governor Andrew Cuomo also reported on the biggest one-day jump in deaths. That's 731 people who we lost. Behind every one of those numbers is an individual, is a family, is a mother, is a father, is a sister, is a brother. But there was some encouraging news. Right now we're projecting that we are... Uh, reaching a plateau in the total number of hospitalizations, and you can see the growth, and you see it starting to flatten. Health officials also reported that New York City's death toll from the coronavirus at some 3,200 officially eclipsed the number of those killed at the World Trade Center on 9-11. I'm Shelley Adler. An election's being held in Wisconsin today where thousands of voters stood in line waiting to cast their ballot in spite of coronavirus worries. Correspondent Scott Bauer reports Democrats tried to block in-person voting. Now they're telling voters they have a choice to make. Each voter needs to decide for themselves whether they want to risk the personal um, health you know, uh, risk of getting possibly being exposed to the coronavirus to go out and vote today. So essentially, each voter was being told, you decide whether it's worth going out to vote today when Wisconsin is under a stay-at-home order. Democrats are seeking a presidential nominee to take on President Trump. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says the Trump administration will seek an additional $250 billion to support a program designed to bolster small businesses to keep them from laying off workers. Mnuchin said in a tweet on Tuesday that he was seeking the additional funds at the direction of President Trump in response to the outbreak. He said he'd spoken with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell as well as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer. On Wall Street, the data by 26 points. This is SRN News. Land ho! <laughs> hey, hey, seriously, land, land ho, guys. Guys, land ho! I'm, land ho! Land ho! Land ho! Right there! The tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with sign and glide on water towing. Get a quote today in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. I gotta say, this land ho thing, not very effective. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Sign and glide coverage is subject to policy terms. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During these challenging times, our commitment to providing you with the best mortgage experience remains. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. Mortgage rates remain near historic lows. If you think that now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help 
24 hours a day, seven days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Religious freedom suffers a setback at the Supreme Court. The justices will not hear a challenge from the Catholic Church to the Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Area Transit Authority's decision to ban Christmas ads in 2017. The proposed advertisement would have featured Christmas images, the words, find the perfect gift, and a church website. The Transit Authority decided to ban all religious, political, and issue-oriented messages after a battle over an ad that was critical of Islam. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Court decisions in two states allowed abortions to continue after the governor suspended all non-essential elective surgeries due to the coronavirus. The decisions in Ohio and Oklahoma were responses to challenges by abortion groups. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals declined to hear an appeal by Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost seeking to reverse a judge's temporary restraining order allowing abortion clinics to keep operating. In Oklahoma, a judge issued a similar temporary restraining order. This is SRNU. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Do you have damage to your business, home, boat, or plane due to hurricane storm, wind, or rain? End your pain with File a Claim today. Is your life upside down due to a fire, flood, theft, or loss? Be the boss with File a Claim today. Let our friendly staff work on your behalf. Don't let the insurance company give you less, even if you've been denied or underpaid. Call toll-free 833-411-FILE. That's 833-411-FILE. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters. Welcome back to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, the hour that is exclusively on our Faith Talk stations for the Salem Radio Network throughout West Central Florida. Good to have you with us. We've had some great discussions today, and uh, we've... uh, Uh, looked at and opened up the Word to see what the Bible has said about uh, our trusting in the Lord and uh, His uh, shepherding over us and protecting us. And so it's been uh, a very, very uh, good couple of hours. But you know what? We've got a third hour, and I was trusting it's going to be as good or better than the first two. Glad to have you with us this afternoon, and um, I want to know how you're doing. 
And uh, the Lord has been working on my heart for the last, uh, oh, 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, because uh, immediately one of our guests had said something, and uh, it, it sort of rose up in my spirit. Um, I think the the Holy Spirit sort of kind of caught that and um, uh, put it up before me. And so um, uh, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. We're going to talk about how you're really doing. And um, I'll share my thoughts on that in just a moment. Hey, want to remind you that uh, I am excited because at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be doing what we've been doing for several days and will continue to do, that, uh, you know, I don't have the answers. Uh, most of us don't have the answers, and uh, I will tell you that if, if God had called me to be president, I'll do whatever God wants me to do. I am thankful that I wasn't called to be president right now. Uh, these are some tough times and certainly some tough decisions and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of information, a lot of voices, a lot of point of views, and that's why, if you were listening in, particularly last hour, how important it is to pray for our president uh, and asking the Lord to give him wisdom as he moves through many of these topics. But the most important part of our day of the Bill Bunkley Show is still coming up, and that's going to be happening at 5:30, and that's because we have been dedicating a day every day for a special guest. And that special guest is uh, uh, the Lord Jesus himself. That special guest is uh, God himself, the God of the universe, and, uh, of course, the special guest, which is the Holy Spirit. And because it is uh, during a few moments at the 530 hour that uh, we are hearing uh, from some of our community Christian leaders, uh, also uh, not just community but around the state, around the country, and in some instances around the globe. Uh, people that we have a relationship here uh, at Faith Talk 570 and 910. And so today, one of my favorite guys, uh, he's dropping by. i tell you what, that uh, he has talked to so many, not only church youth groups, uh, but also at schools. And uh, R.V. Brown, there's no doubt, my brother, that uh, they broke the mold when uh, they took care of uh, of uh, creating him. Now, uh, he is the uh, founder and president of Outreach to America's Youth, and he's also, uh, when I talk about an evangelist, I mean he is an evangelist. And so Arby's going to be here bottom of the hour. He's going to share a word, his thoughts from the Lord, and uh, he's going to lead us in a powerful prayer for our community. That's coming up in just a moment. Uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, I've been asking you for days now, as we open up each hour, how are you doing? How are things going? And uh, as we continue to ask that question, continue to, to, I just pray every day for the Lord. Lord, I want to be here for all of those folks that are listening. And Father, you just show me the way. You just take, you just take my body and my life and Holy Spirit you just you just speak and flow through me. Now that doesn't mean I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna be in the maybe in the flesh or I'm gonna be totally off because I'm human. But I want you to know that I'm just being pliable to the Lord. And so I'm gonna change tact here um, because I think the Lord has shared with me to do so. And what I was gonna talk about. And I want to talk about how you're doing. Because I heard something that I think we know is out there, 
but it's like I heard a plea in the last hour. And we were talking about many of you, to be honest with you, if you're just joining us, and yeah, we were probably talking behind your back, but we were talking on air about, and in my definition, our precious seniors. And we were also talking about the young people. We were also talking about uh, many of the outlets for our, or all of our outlets, basically, for our society. is It's closed down for the moment, and uh, that certainly is ascending uh, and, and is going to send shockwaves to some degree until we're able to come out to the other side and uh, we get the order from those in our authority over us to start uh, going back and being in uh, social workplaces. But... Um, I want to talk to those of you, uh, and you don't have to be one of our precious seniors, it's, it's just kind of the way God wired you, and you're anxious, and you're fearful, and this whole idea about an in, invisible bug has just has just gone to your core because I don't know to what degree but I know that um, we have so many retirement communities here and I know that this family mrs. Bunkley her heart is broken because um, she's not being able to go see her her mother um, her mother who is uh, dealing with uh, uh, quite frankly, with dementia, and uh, she's an ALF, and we can't see her. So to say that I'm not sensitive to those uh, who um, certainly have some complaints, uh, if you will, about uh, the course that we have taken, you know, I get it all, and I try and process it all. But right now, I want to focus on you. If you are, if you have been home, and to hear a report that some of you may be so frightened and scared that you are wearing gloves around your home. You're wearing a face mask in your home. Now let me be clear. I'm not talking about someone who is sick, coughing or whatnot, and they've put a face mask on and Right now, they're staying, you know, on the opposite end of the house. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about a normal routine. Might be yourself, your spouse, a roommate, maybe even not necessarily any underage kids around. And there is a gazillion households like that all across our WTB and listening area. And I know that. Many of you in that situation are part of what I call my precious seniors. Because we get an idea who our audience is. You know, there's different formats on different radio stations. And for instance, on when you think about some of the shock jocks like uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. Some of you may not even know who he is. But Bubba had a whole different audience of what uh, I'm going to be uh, having an appeal for here. And so I know that... Um, Followers of faith are going to be in our audience. Conservatives, veterans, tea partiers, they're going to be in our audiences here with our answer stations and our faith talk. But I, I want to speak to you who 
are just petrified. If you are a Christian, remember whose you are. And I really mean that God's got your back. And I say that to say that in my journey since March of uh, 17, to tell you how sick and tired I am to be dealing with all this cancer and leukemia would be an understatement. To tell you how much my family is sick and tired. My 14-year-old son, who really hasn't had his full dad for a couple, three years, at the prime of his growing up, so I want to tell you that in the midst of all that, I can, I can tell you that the crossroad in my life was through this battle with leukemia. Is, is the Lord preparing to take me home, or has he got more ministry? And I really, I really live with the fact that it's a win-win situation. I don't want to leave here. I don't want to leave my family yet. I think I more, have more ministry. I think I know one of the reasons now why I'm here during this epidemic and still with Salem now going close to 15 years. But I want from the bottom of my heart to tell you, you, you don't have to be wearing gloves around the house. You don't have to be wearing a face mask in your house. You don't have to be taking five showers a day and washing your clothes every two or three hours. No one, no one has suggested that. And it's not just, quote, unquote, the advisors to the president in Washington. You've heard plenty of doctors sharing both locally and nationally. And I got a message for you. The Lord does not want you to be fearful right now. The Lord doesn't want you to be anxious right now. He wants to be your daddy. Abba, Father, Daddy, I just pray that you you know the households that's represented in this, this uh, divine appointment. Holy Spirit, with all that's in me, I just pray that you will move. Lord Jesus, you will move in the households that are listening today that are racked by fear and anxiety. Satan, your schemes are just so, so, so ugly. Pray you just get your hands off all of those that have fear and anxiety. Father, be the right decision or the wrong decision, this is where we're at. Let's just stay apart a few more days. Free from the bondage of those who may be at home, taking all sorts of extra precautions. I just pray, Father, that you would bring them the truth. And that we would all be calmly and resolute to move forward in you. And pray for your hedge of protection of thorns around these houses. And to give them peace. I'm Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. We'll be praying in a few minutes. Don't go away. Be right back. Mm-hmm. 
met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. Share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from CrossCards.com. Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan, and right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features MossCare, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price, and more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect challenges along the way. So you've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, as we're thinking about, as the days continue to go forward, and it seems as each day, well, we get a little more over about being, well, stuck at home. But, There's something that uh, I wanted to share, especially for those that are in the home right now and you feel a little anxious and fearful. And that's a tough place to be. Because I I know I, I, you know, when you're a person of faith, you still go in and out of those times. But... um, I want to share a verse with you. It's uh, Isaiah 61 in verse 3 from the prophet. First, I want to remind you that when you have an opportunity in your home, now is a good time to have some praise music in the background in your home. 
because there's a spiritual principle about the principalities and when you have that praise music that is that is flowing through your home and you're giving that praise music as you're in an environment of giving a praise and honor to the Lord it creates a different environment and if you have not uh, had any praise music uh, during the last couple of weeks that would be one of my one of the suggestions that the Lord just just put on my heart in addition to concern about those that are struggling particularly our precious seniors uh, those of you that are listening this afternoon uh, in your homes with the fear and anxiety but you know the Lord has taught us from the Old Testament the Lord has taught us about putting on the garment of praise. Putting on the garment of praise. And that praise is for the heaviness that is surrounding you. That is for the burdens that you feel surrounding you right now. When you put on that praise music, and then when you lift up the garment of praise, and I'm going to tell you, there's nothing wrong. Raise your hands in your family room. Raise your hands in your living room. Raise your hands on the patio. Raise your hands in your study, in the bedroom. Say, Lord, I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. I want to put on the garment of praise. I want to pray Isaiah 61.3. It is written in 61.3 to put on the garment of praise. To, to, to cast out, to move out this heaviness, to cast out this this burden. And, and let me just share 61.3, because we're going to be having RV be, be with us in just a moment. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, like those of us that are mourning right here in America today, we're mourning right here in West Central Florida, to give unto them beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. The oil of joy. Instead of mourning. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Why? So that you right now. You right now, you will be called trees of righteousness, standing tall, like those trees in Lebanon, those beautiful trees that, that were brought into Jerusalem for the construction of the temple. The planting of the Lord. Why? So right now in your home, you lift up that garment of praise. Why? Because you want to glorify the Lord. You want to glorify the Lord. That is something so very awesome. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Now, we can't go to the house of the Lord physically, but I can tell you what, you can enter, you, you, are, you, you are right now entered into his presence. And believe me, 
as I'm asking the Lord to bless you in this fear and anxiety and to have a, that garment of praise rise up in your home and to, to rise up in your music. Uh, I, uh, you know, it's my heart, and part of when I say I'm here for you all, I don't want a single one of you to unnecessarily be struggling with fear and anxiety. It's not what the Lord would have you to do. It's not the peace that he brings to you. But uh, but I want to thank you. I want to thank you because the older you get, the more you do change. And I got to tell you that in some ways, we got a choice. I think that we can definitely get better the older that we get. Better in our walk with him, better in our relationship with him, better at reacting in the spirit. I think we can just get better until the moment he calls us home. But you know, you know what's easy? It's easy to get bitter. It's easy to to grow older and The more older you get, the more bitter inward you become. The Lord is here, and he's wrapping his arms around you. And so I hope that you will just take that first step. Just take the first step, and if you can, or you've got some loved ones that can help you, get yourself set up to where, whether it's off, uh, well, if you're technically... Uh, able to do this, you know, a lot of praise music on the Internet. Uh, but um, you just, uh, first of all, what we've told you to do is if you have a need, please communicate that need to friends and family. But um, I hope that you, if you're struggling, I hope you will get some praise music set up for your home to be in the background throughout the day. And as we take this a day at a time, we don't. We don't wring our hands about what we did yesterday. We're not fearing how we're going to make things work uh, tomorrow or the days ahead. That when we, Tony Evans, I think, said this, or I think I gave this illustration. Just get on your couch, your chair, exhale. Oh, the Lord's got this today. Praise the Lord. Coming up next. R.V. Brown's going to shake it up. If you got a young person in the house, you might want to get them to join us. And call your friends. R.V. Brown's in the house, sort of to speak. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley has submitted a letter of resignation to Defense Secretary Mark Esper. That's according to two officials who spoke on condition of anonymity. The officials say Modley has told staff he is quitting. Modley had publicly apologized Monday for a profanity-laced upbraiding of the officer he fired as captain of the coronavirus-stricken USS Theodore Roosevelt. Modley's designated replacement will be James McPherson, a Navy veteran who is currently serving as Undersecretary of the Army. New York State recorded 731 new coronavirus deaths, marking its biggest one-day jump in the outbreak. Governor Andrew Cuomo said Tuesday the state's death toll since the beginning of the outbreak is now 5,489. 
On Wall Street, the Dow down by 26 points. The Nasdaq dropped 25. More details at srnnews.com. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com, surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Scary where you go. Hey, we're back. It can be scary, but it also can be an attitude of trusting in the Lord. Hey, I'm Bill Bunkley. We're back this afternoon with uh, what has become our number one feature of the day of the Bill Bunkley Show. And maybe throughout the whole 24-7 cycle here at uh, Faith Talk here in West Central Florida. It is a time where we are coming together as a community, thousands of you, and we're going to hear from one of our uh, pastoral uh, the Christian leaders 
and uh, get an assessment of what uh, God's saying to these uh, uh, these uh, folks that represent the Lord and also to pray for us. And today, it's a special, special day. I got to tell you, if you don't know R.V. Brown, if you've never met R.V. Brown, let me give you a little bit of, let me get a quick introduction. Now, I'll give you the formal part in a moment, but I got to tell you what, R.V. is a big dude. Now, I don't know how big his, his biceps are today, but they're big. And, and that reminds me of the day that uh, and I tell this story often, especially the young people. I went into my local Home Depot here on Northdale Mabry, and I was looking for a part. And I heard, I, I, you know how you kind of feel like a presence? I mean, this huge presence came up behind me. And I'm kind of looking, and I kind of kind of happen to look to the right, and, man, I, I see this huge, huge bicep. And I'm like, oh, my, look at that. And so I kind of look up, and next thing you know, I kind of looked up. The person who owned that bicep, their eyes and I kind of met. I, I, who knows what kind of look I had on my face. But if you know anything about John Cena, who's a WWE wrestler, big dude, big arms, and we, we ended up laughing about it. But anyway, RV is in that same category. Now, RV is an evangelist, and I tell you what, he's got a special way of reaching the youth. In fact, his organization is Outreach to America's Youth. Uh, he's the founder and president, and he's with us today. And RV, I got one more story, but first, let me get you in here. It's good to have you with us today. Good to be here, Bill. I got to ask you, how big? How big was the biggest your bicep ever got? Twenty-nine and a half inches. Now, think about that, 29, not two feet. We're talking about two feet <laughs> plus, and we're talking about RV going in the classrooms yes, and sir. RV getting the attention of the students. Now, here's a story about RV. I'll be very brief, and this is a good story, but um, actually it's been told to me twice. RV was invited to a school. He was invited to speak to a classroom of kids where the school was having some issues with bullying. And so I won't mention the school. I won't mention the school administrator. I'll keep the innocent innocent. But so RV says, I'll take care of it. He comes to the school, according to legend. He's supposed to go in for about 20 minutes to have a talk with the kids. So RV goes in, the story goes, he locked the door behind him, and about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, he finally emerged while everybody was waiting. RV, you can't do this, you got to come out. And when he came out, there wasn't a dry eye of those young middle schooler, high schoolers that, you know, into the bullying thing. The Lord really moved through RV, and that's what he has done day in and day out, uh, not necessarily locking himself in a classroom for an hour. But, RV, I just want to give that testimony because we love you, brother, and uh, we love how you are uniquely positioned by the Lord to reach out to our kids. Good to have you with us. Good to be here. Good to be on the air. What's the Lord telling you these days? Well, God is showing me through this COVID-19. God is telling me that it's... He's allowed this for the family to be brought back together, for the families to be put back together, to start a revival in the family. Daddy working, mama working, kids in school. Now daddy can't work, mama cannot work, children at home. Now it's time for daddy and mama to really root and ground the children in the word of God. So he's telling me to tell people that this COVID-19 is for a spiritual revival in the family, so for spiritual growth. 
I have my four grandkids with me here now, and every oh. night we're having a chapter in that Bible. We just finished the book of Ephesians, Philippians, <laughs> we start Colossians tonight. So I'm telling the fam- families that listen to me, mamas and daddies that listen, it's your turn now. Grind your kids. You know, they didn't tell the school to do it. You have to do it, Daddy. You have to do it, Mama. And it's our responsibility. And I think God is using this and saying, I'm calling the nation back to its knees. We forgot how to pray in America. When we pray, we pray a little prayer like this, Lord, if you give me this, if you give me this, I might do this. Instead of going to God and saying, God, I just thank you for who I am. Thank you that I can breathe, I can talk, I can walk. God is using this. COVID-19, and God is telling America in Psalm 46, 10, he says, be still and know that I'm God. So family, you have to be still. Now, we can't go out, so we have to be still in the home to teach the kids the word of God. And open up that Bible and say, it's time to grow spiritually. For you dads to help your wife, help your children to grow. So when it's time to go back to school, the word that's been planted in them, sin cannot steal that word. That's what God is telling me, Bill. Mm. R.V. Brown, I know that you have had a broken heart for the absentee fathers in America. Yes. uh, By large numbers. And uh, I I know that it is something that you face every day as you are going into churches, youth groups, schools. And uh, and sometimes I think, R.V., when you go in, when I think of you, that's the only father figure they've been exposed to. And you go in as a strong, masculine father. Talk about the fact that all these dads that have all these different interests, and some of them are idols, could be sports, fishing, whatever, all those things are okay. But when the dads are AWOL, talk about that a little bit further about dads. Maybe this is an opportunity to really yes. take your inventory, and as tough as it is, start doing the right thing. Yes, and, you know, and the, the father image in the family is so important. And I want to tell the, tell the fathers today, it's your responsibility. We were creating God's image. And the, and the image of a man to his children is a powerful thing. You don't have to be big like I am to talk about Jesus. I look in that Bible, there weren't very few of those guys were really big, but they had a big heart for God. I want the men hearts to turn. The last word in the Old Testament is Malachi 4, 4 6, or 7, there, where he says, I'm going to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children. I'm going to turn the heart of the children back to the fathers. Let's I come and smite the earth with a curse. Look at what we're going through. So I'm challenging the dads that listen to me right now. It's your responsibility. Open up that Bible and begin to read. You say, well, I've never been to seminary. I didn't have to do all the things. Open up the Bible and say, God, show me how to teach them. Start at the book of John. I think of the book of John, the first chapter, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. The first verse in the first chapter says this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word's God. Make sure your family believes that. Then he says in John 1, 12, he said he gave them power to become the sons of God. I mean, tell you something, Daddy. You're a man of God. Act like a man of God. Carry yourself like a man of God. And then it says in John 1, 14, the, the Holy Spirit said God came down to dwell among us. He sat with us. See, we ought to be the strongest set of men that ever existed. See, in, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, nobody remember this Listeners, nobody in the Bible had a Bible. Nobody in that Bible had a Bible. Look 
what we got? We got the Bible and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says in Second Peter one twenty one, the Bible didn't come by man, but it came by the Word of God breathed on men, and they spoke and they write as God breathed on them. And I believe if the daddies get up in the morning, open up that Bible himself, and begin to read the Bible and say, Daddy, help me, Father, so I can be the dad that I want to be. Anybody can be a father, but it takes a man to be a dad. And I want to raise up some dads. My book says, Step Up to the Plate, Dad. If the men are just step up. I have about 68 young men, Bill, that call me Papa RV. 68 of them. These are my sons. These are my sons. And Paul said, Timothy, my son. They may not be my blood son, but they're my sons in the ministry to disciple them to grow up so that they will love their wives, love their children, and they'll stay married. The key is three things, Bill, three simple things, faithfulness, consistency, and prayer. Now, watch this, Bill. If you're faithful and you're consistent, God answers your prayers. If you're praying and you're consistent, God is always faithful. And it says in 2 Timothy 2.13, even though we are faithless, God remains faithful. He can't deny RV. He can't deny me. I'm his son. I think I'm his number one son. And I'm going to tell you something, Dad. You get on your knees and start praying with your wife. When you get home tonight or when you get together tonight, you get on your knees with your family and your wife and your children, and you lead the prayer. You say the grace, Dad. Get up in the morning like I do sometimes. Cook breakfast, Dad. Let the children see you in another light now. Let them see who their daddy really is. And I promise you, and I want to say this to you single moms out there. It says in Second Timothy 1.5, Timothy had good faith. Got from his mom and his grandmama, Lois and Eunice. He had good faith. So I'm going to tell you something, single mama. You pray hard. So these young men will grow up, Father, and they'll be around coaches and they'll be around youth pastors. You'll be around pastors that can teach your child how to be a man. And then don't neglect the daughters. Show love to the daughter. Hug your daughter. Kiss your daughter in the name of the Father. That's what God wants us to do. And I'm telling you, and I'm going to close with this, and I'll let you come in. Second Chronicles 7.14, he says, If my people, if my people will turn from their wicked ways and humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. God has taken COVID-19. This is one thing, Bill, in my lifetime, that the whole world is focused on. The whole world. God's got the world's attention, and he's telling the world, come back to me through prayer. Come back to me by getting in the Find you a Bible-believing church. Open up that Bible, Daddy. You lead the family. You tell the children how to live, and then show that light of God in you. And closing, in John 15, 7, said, if you abide in me, America, if you abide in me, Dad, if you abide in me, family, I will take care of you. No doubt that the modern-day prophets, uh, like uh, RV, a prophet today bringing forth the truth, uh, shouting those two key verses for such a time as this from the mountaintops. We're talking with RV Brown. He's the founder and president of Outreach to America's Youth. He's uh, just a just an absolutely um, very very effective evangelist. And let me give you his website. Now that website is rvbrown.org, all one word, rvbrown.org. And I want to make a recommendation. Right now we can't gather, we can't be together. But I'm going to tell you what, if you have not invited RV into uh, to your youth group and, uh, and RV to come in to talk to your youth group and then maybe to talk to your parents separately, I want to tell you you're missing out. And RV travels all over the place. I remember going to Tallahassee a couple of years ago, 
and I'm going through Chiefland, man. Next thing you know, the whole town was painted with RV signs and posters <laughs> about his revival. And so I want to tell you, you want to get him into uh, your, your church. Got to take a break in a couple of minutes. Going to have you back to pray. But RV, uh, very quickly, uh, when you hear the music, we got to get out. But talk a little bit about the, the, what we know is such a time as this. This is, like you said, a universal stoppage on around the globe and concern. How bad will it be if we miss this time? We're doing what we can do to heal physically, but what happens if we squander the time and don't heal people spiritually by sharing the gospel during this downtime? And, and God is saying that we are called to a deeper prayer life. The church has got to pray. The Christians has got to pray. And this is a time for us to pray for your neighbors. God allowed me to start a church in my backyard. I started preaching to the trees and preaching to my neighbors, just telling them about <laughs> Jesus Christ. But here's the key for all of it, Bill, quickly. It's prayer. The Bible says in Luke 18, when man ought to always to pray and not to faint. See, people are losing hope because we're not praying for them. Pray for your neighbor. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Luke 18, 27 says, with man is him not with man is impossible with man can't do everything but with god there's nothing impossible and i love this last one luke 137 it says is there anything too hard for god america if we pray and if we seek god and we realize that we got to do this we got to do it god all right amen we're gonna hold harvey back two more minutes i'll unleash him don't go away he's praying for us i'll be right back Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years' experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800 741 We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers 
Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas and Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. In recent weeks, the coronavirus has taken the world by storm. While millions are isolated at home, everyday life has taken on a new definition of normal. So I want to share two encouraging words to help you navigate through this crisis. The first word is prayer. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And the second word is precaution. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So pray as if your safety completely depends upon God and take precautions as if your safety depends completely on you. Remember, this crisis is going to pass. And through it all, we can take comfort in knowing that God is still in control. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. All right, we're back, and uh, i got to tell you, R.B. Brown, he will share the gospel any place, any time, any environment. You just set him on goal. I'll remind you that you can connect with R.V. at rvbrown.org. That's rvbrown.org. And so we've been holding him back, but R.V., I want to bring you back in here. Yes, sir. And uh, we got a few moments to wrap this thing up, but uh, it's all yours. Uh, Hey, go to the throne room, and uh, what's on your heart, what the Holy Spirit has given you, go ahead and pray for us right now. Let's pray. Father God, we bow our heads together, Father. We open up our heart and our mind and our ears to you, Father God. Speak to America, Father. Speak yes. to the families, Father God. Let them know you're still on the throne, Father God. Let them know you said you can boldly come to your throne, Father God. Why? Because the Lord is our helper, Father. We're dependent on you, Holy Ghost. Mm. Father, I just lift up America to you right now, Father. Mm. Father, we got to come back to prayer. we got to come back to believing yes. and trusting in you with all our hearts, Father God. Yes. Father, as you said in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, was not the lean our own understanding, yes. but acknowledge you in all of our ways, Father. Father, we got to get back to acknowledging you, Father. we got to get back to accepting your word, Father God, and letting your word come alive. Father, I open up my heart to you, Father God. Father, open America up, Father God. Pour your spirit, and you said in the last day, you will pour out your spirit on all flesh, on your sons and your daughters. Lord. I'm asking right now, Lord, that our hearts be open to the word, that our mind be open to hear what God says in his word. God says, my sheep hear my voice. So children of God, hear God's voice. Go tell your neighbors. Go tell your friends who God is, what God is doing in your life. Don't be afraid. Share what God has given us. 
Father, you've given us a right to tell people about Jesus, Lord. Not with our mouth, but the way we live and the way we love and the way we care for our neighbors, where we care for others, Father God. Thank you for sending Jesus, Lord. Father, we know COVID-19 is here, Lord, but we know you've been here a long time. It didn't sneak up on you, Father God. You knew it was coming, Lord, and you're asking your children to come closer to you. Let this draw us closer to God. Father God, I love you today, Lord. I thank you that I live in a nation where we can pray and we can go to church freely, Lord. But it caused something. It caused Jesus' death on that cross. And because of his death, he rose on the third day to give us the victory. And I want America to begin to walk in victory. I want the families to begin to walk in victory. I want the children of God to see the victory through the blood of Jesus and through the eyes and arms of the word of God. Get a grip on it, America. Grip God's word today. Open up your heart. Open up your mind. Say, speak to me, Holy Ghost, and my God will come in. My God will come in and set a board with you. He will give you the strength you need to get through this. I'm not a afraid of COVID-19. Why? Because the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Church, it's time to have a sound mind. Church, it's time to take God at his word. Church, it's time to believe the word. Church, it's time to walk in the word. America, God is calling you home. America, God is calling you back to be the light that he sent to this world. All these years ago, Lord, people came here to worship you, Lord. Now, we've gotten away from it, but it's time to come home. I challenge America today to get on your knees and begin a deeper prayer life, begin a deeper walk with God, and a love for God like we never had before in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Come, Holy Spirit. Do what only you can do. Draw the lost and encourage the saints, Father God, to carry on in the name of Jesus. COVID-19, we're against you in the blood of Jesus. We come against you right now. We stand under the blood, and we stand with the protection of the Holy Spirit. I plead the blood of Jesus over every ear that's listening, and every ear that may be the ear that's not listening if you don't know Jesus. Get on your knees right now and say, God, forgive me of my sins. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross, and you rose on the third day. Come into my heart, and then you can begin a new walk with God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Ghost, we love you, Jesus, and we thank you for all that you have done and all that you're going to do, Father God. And, Father, I pray for wisdom, Father, as it says in Proverbs 4, 7. Father, wisdom is the principal thing, alone that wisdom get understanding, Father. Those are the teammates, husband and wife, wisdom and understanding. That's the teammate. It's going to take teamwork to get through this. We're coming together, Father, and I want to pray for our president, our senators, our congressmen, our governors, our mayor, for those that have to make the decision, Father. Let them make one decision to get on their knees and cry out. David says in Psalm 34, 6, David said, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all of his situations, Father God. And then he says in Psalm 37, 4, Lord, he says, if we, if America and the families in America would delight themselves in the Lord, you said you would give them the desires of their heart. You know what our desire is right now, Lord, is for you to get it right, Father. Get it right, Father. Get them right, Father. So when it's time to go back to church, Lord, we're not we're going back the same. We're going to go back different. We're going to yeah. seek your face, Father. Oh. As you said in Matthew 7, 7, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock on God's heart. How do you knock on God's heart? On your knees. Opening up to God's word and believe everything in that Bible. I challenge America today. Please, America. Come back home. Please, American families, open up that book called the Bible. It's 66 Roadmap.
roadmap to the cross. 66 roadmap to the cross. Believe in that cross. Jesus didn't die, just die on the cross and rose on the third day. Jesus died so every day, every day can be a holy day if you love Jesus Christ. And I challenge mamas and dads, come together to love one another. Come together and be the family that God has called you to be so that lost neighbor next door to you will see the light of Jesus Christ. We've been called to be a light and a lost and a dying world today, God. And I ask right now, America, come back home. I ask right now, America, come, come, come back to the cross. Come back to prayer. Come back to the word. All right. Oh, as RB is going to continue Amen. to pray, we've got to Amen. go. Look forward to Amen. being with you tomorrow at 3 yes. o'clock. Continue to pray with RV. Mm, I know hallelujah. We'll see you tomorrow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.